hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. If you have debt, you may be thinking of creative ways to make that debt just disappear, especially as we head into a new year when we all like to remake ourselves and as we're all still dealing with this COVID-19 pandemic. So you may be thinking of debt settlement as a viable solution to make your debt go away. But is debt settlement as easy and inconsequential as many are led to believe? You're listening to Queer Money, episode number 238, and we're again joined by our friend Howard Dvorkin. Howard's the chairman of Debt.com, which is a promoter of the credit card payoff plan, many of you have heard of, that helps people pay off credit card debt super fast. And he's also the founder of Consolidated Credit. Howard originally joined us on Queer Money, episode 226, if you recall, when we talked about bankruptcy. He's also the author of two great books, Credit Hell and Power Up. And with over 25 years in the industry, Howard's a great resource of information for credit counseling, debt settlement, bankruptcy, and Debt.com's a great platform to connect with all the tools and resources that Howard and his team offer. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com, and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Stressing about debt is so COVID-19 2020. No matter how or when you got stuck with your debt, make 2021 the year it disappears. Poof! Sleep better at night and live happier during the day. I'm a unicorn! Sign up for the credit card payoff plan between January 2nd and January 4th this 2021 and get a one-time special offer, a free 45-minute 211. Out of the gutter, fellas. Money success session with us, the Debt Free Guys, a $197 value. Cha-ching! Now, on with the show. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. Again, this week, we have our guest, Howard Dvorkin, who is from Debt.com, coming on to explain to us and you, our listeners, a topic that we are not specialists in. And that's why uh, on the Queer Money Show, we like to invite guests to come in and provide us with a little bit more detail. You may remember back on episode, let's see here, I think it was 226, Howard came on and talked a little bit about bankruptcy and how bankruptcy is a path that some folks may need to take when they get into a situation that there really is no way to turn around from and that there are positive and actually Actually, some negative things that come out of bankruptcy, but that at some point in time, it may be something that's necessary. So if you're curious about bankruptcy and whether or not it's a solution for you, go back and listen to that episode. But of course, that's not what this episode is about. This episode, we're talking about debt settlement. And so we're going to get into this discussion with Howard again about what debt settlement is and where it may be be beneficial for someone, may not be beneficial for someone. So let's go ahead and dive in. Thanks, Howard, for coming back on the show. We appreciate you being here again. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoy spending time with you folks. Thank Thank you. you. 
So this week, we're talking about debt settlement. And we're kind of curious, maybe you could just kind of give us an idea, especially for our listeners. What is debt settlement? What's the focus with debt settlement? I mean, debt settlement is essentially paying a discounted rate, paying repaying your debt for less than what you would if you honored the terms of your original debt. And I use the word honored. When you take and spend money and use a credit card or whatever you're borrowing money for, you tell the lender that you're going to pay them X amount back a month, or maybe they tell you how much you're paying back, and they're going to charge you an interest rate. And essentially what you're doing is renegotiating that contractual obligation. And they know that you have other options of avoiding paying them back. So typically, lenders are willing to give you a break as long as you have the ability to repay that in somewhat of a timely manner, meaning you have to have the money in hand. So typically, when you go through debt settlement, and there's lots of providers of debt settlement out there, some are good, some are bad. Some tend not to tell you the ins and the outs and, frankly, the truth about debt settlement. It's not so great. You see it on TV. You know, I've paid 40 cents on the dollar, 30 cents on the dollar, 20 cents in the dollar. We know secrets that the creditors don't want you to know. Frankly, there are no secrets. And by the way, paying 20 cents on the dollar doesn't happen. The average person that enrolls in debt settlement is going to save themselves about 60%. So you're going to pay about 40 cents on the dollar, which is a huge savings. But those savings come at a cost. You sacrifice your credit. You also put yourself in the crosshairs where you may very well get sued for not paying your debt. In order for debt settlement to be truly effective, consumers have to stop paying their debt and not pay it until the creditor goes through its cycles and are willing to reduce the principal amount in order to settle a debt. And lots of things can happen depending on how aggressive your lender is. They could turn around and sue you. Definitely, they'll destroy your credit. They could possibly even garnish your wages or lien your house, depending on exactly what type of debt it is. So you have to be careful and realize that those risks are there. But debt settlement is appropriate for certain people. And typically, those people are out there that don't care about their credit, that don't have dreams and hopes in the near future of buying a house or buying a car, or whatever they may want to do, because your credit's going to be destroyed. And maybe you might find a lender that is willing to give you another loan, but the reality is you're going to pay for it because you are deemed a risk. So your credit score is not going to be very high. And somebody is going to, if you are lucky enough to find somebody to lend to you, 
they're going to charge you a much higher interest rate, which in the long run may hurt you. Yeah, absolutely. So you said on episode 226 about bankruptcy that that could leave a mark on your credit report for anywhere from seven to 10 years. How long could a debt settlement adversely affect your credit report and consequently your credit score? Well, typically, as I said earlier, that in order to be truly effective, you have to stop paying your creditors. And that may be stop paying them for three months, six months, maybe even a year in order to tenderize them, let's say, to give you a better settlement number. The problem is, is that under Fair Credit Reporting Act standards, the credit bureaus report from the date of last activity. So say you stop today paying your credit cards, a year from now, you finally make that first and only payment to settle that account. So the clock starts ticking seven years in the future from next year after you make that last payment. So it's going to impact you. Sometimes creditors will overlook things like that, but a lot of the times they don't. And frankly, our experience is that lenders look for any reason to charge you a higher interest rate, and this certainly is one of them. So I guess maybe to clarify or to to maybe kind of paint a better picture here. So if I'm finding that right now I'm I'm doing okay, maybe I'm missing a payment from time to time, but I'm doing okay. I can't just all of a sudden right now jump over to somebody and say, I need to settle my debt. That really what's going to have to happen is that I'm going to have to show an almost a history of not being able to pay or not paying at all before some of these companies that I owe money to are going to even begin to think about wanting to settle my debt. Well, to be frank with you, that's what Debt.com does. Okay. When somebody contacts Debt.com, we're going to put you in touch with one of our partners, and the partners are going to help you decide what is the best program available for you. Is it just to educate you, to get back on your feet, to give you the educational tools necessary for you to dig out of debt yourself? Well, if that's the case, we're going to point you in that direction. Is it a debt management plan, which is similar to a debt settlement plan, but a debt management plan, you're paying 100 cents on the dollar at reduced interest rates, but you're not sacrificing your credit. You're not sacrificing your credit, thus your credit will be intact, and certainly by the end of the program, you should be able to get a car or a house, even during the program, as long as you pay your bills on time. The thing with Debt.com is we're going to help you figure out what plan is available, and sometimes maybe a debt settlement plan is the correct plan for a lot of people. It's a great plan if you don't care about your credit, if you don't care about being sued, if you don't have future plans, and you're just interested in knocking out your credit. It is somewhat similar in form to 
Chapter 13 bankruptcy, where Chapter 13, you have to turn around and repay a portion of your debt to your creditors. But bankruptcy, you have the court protection, whereas debt settlement, you do not have any court protection. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere, so banking fits into your life, not the other way around. Stop stressing about your debt, sleep better at night, and live happier during the day. Sign up for the credit card payoff plan between January 2nd and January 4th, 2021, and get a one-time special offer, a 45-minute 211 money success session with us, the Debt Free Guys, a $197 value for free. One of the things that I've heard with bankruptcy and with debt settlement is that there is a potential for a tax consequence that a lot of folks are not aware of, especially before they've gone through the education process. What are the tax consequences of bankruptcy or uh, debt settlement? So now you're making me put my CPA hat on, <laughs> by the way, because I am a CPA. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, and I to used that. to specialize in Section 108, which is forgiveness of debt in the, of the IRS code. And essentially, if a creditor turns around and does not collect the money and charges it off, if you owe them $1,000 and you just walk away from it, they're required to issue you what's called a 1099-C, which the 1099 is meant to tell the IRS this person walked away and they were enriched for walking away. And by the way, here's what they walked away from. So you're going to pay tax on that $1,000 if if that's the number. And a lot of people become surprised, right. you know, because depending on how much debt you walk away from, bankruptcy is a little different because the uh, amounts are not taxable, and especially during the last recession or the not so great recession, as I like to call it. President Bush signed an order that essentially did not charge people interest or, or taxes on money that they were walking away from from foreclosures. So that was a big help, and that obviously stayed in the tax code. And that was a proper move, to be frank with you. But bankruptcy, there is some tax implications, not a lot. But I will tell you that with debt settlement, there is more. Now, do all creditors follow the rules? No. Not all. I mean, do the majority? Probably. So there is a chance that some of these creditors will not issue you a 1099. But don't be surprised if they do. And don't be surprised that you're going to pay tax on that because it is income. You benefited from walking away. So it is the proper way to treat this. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting that you the way you say that because I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand that part that a 1099 is typically whether it's the R or the C or all the various letters of the of, of forms of 1099 it's basically a way of reporting income that you've received and in a sense 
if you owe somebody that $1,000 and they are saying, no, we're going to cover it for you, we're going to pay it because somebody has to pay for that product that you bought, right? They're paying for the product that you bought. So, in a sense, the, the way the government is looking at it is they paid for a product and bought it for you. So, you receive the benefit of that product and somebody else paid for it. So, it's kind of like getting income. So, I think that's a really important one to think about. If you're thinking about or you hear this, oh, they're going to write off up to 60% of my debt. That's awesome. But there is a very big potential for you to have now have that basically or at least a portion of that now being switched over to you owe the government. Instead of owing a bank or a credit card company, now you owe the government. I don't know about you, but I'd rather owe a bank or creditor than owe the government. <laughs> Uncle Sam. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, in, in, in life, there's winners and losers. And frankly, in credit, there's winners and losers. And at the end of the day, that bank is taking a loss and deducting it from their taxes. So the government is losing money when they write that off because it's a loss. So somebody has to balance out the books. The right. ledger has to be balanced at yeah. the end of the day. So the consumer has to pick up that amount. And is it possible, even if you don't get a 1099 from a lender, that if uh, you're audited, that that gap could be discovered and you might still have to pay taxes on that down the road? Absolutely. And actually, whether you get a 1099 or not, it's called forgiveness of debt, and you are you should be reporting it. Do most people do that? No. <laughs> are most people smart enough to do that? No. I mean, most people either do their own tax re taxes or use TurboTax or even H&R uh, Block, one of the tax prep services, and you know, you start mentioning Section 108. Uh, to somebody and just you get this glazed eyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, they, they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's not good. So what is the process? If, if I think debt settlement might be the solution that I need, uh, what's the process to get that started and how can debt.com help? Well, if somebody came to debt.com, either you're going to go right to a, be transferred right to a debt settlement group. They're going to do the evaluation and tell you the pros and cons, or they're going to push you into hopefully a credit counseling partner. And those folks are going to tell you the good and the, the right places or the right path to follow. So basically, we're going to go through and uh, analyze your income, analyze your expenses, make some suggestions on maybe you could cut back some of your expenses in order to pay your bills or manage your money better, then we're going to drill down on your debt. And that'll be the telltale sign. If you have a lot of debt, maybe a settlement program makes sense. If you have a little debt, maybe you don't need anything other than some great advice. Or maybe you need a debt management plan. Depending on where you are in the, let's say, life cycle of debt, there is a plan to help you. But it requires a few minutes, and typically you can get out of debt and have this analysis done in under 30 minutes. Uh, it's nice. not that hard. The problem is, is that you need to commit to a program for a couple of years to make the payments, but whether it's debt management or debt settlement, 
these plans are going to take you know two to five years, depending on the program, which is far less than if you tried to do the minimum payment game. Let's say you have $10,000 in debt. It could take you up to 30 years if you're getting charged. Right. The average interest rate of maybe 22, 23% because the majority of your payment when you're playing the at uh, the minimum payment game, the 75% of your payment is going towards interest. Mm-hmm. Thus, 25% is going towards principal to reduce your bills. And unfortunately, a lot of people tend to use their credit cards even while they're in debt and pile on and pile on and then they hit a brick wall. But essentially, people who turn around and get a analysis from debt.com, they're going to get out of debt in three to four years, somewhere around there. Absolutely. And for our listeners who might be interested in debt management, look out in February, we're doing an episode, episode 250 about debt management as well. Right. And if you're curious if debt settlement is the right choice for you, uh, as we've stated before, the reason why we have Howard and we have partnered with Debt.com is because this is something that debt-free guys just are not able to do for you. We are working with partners to provide you with the best solutions possible. So if you're curious and are interested in finding out if that's a solution for you, go ahead and call 844-334-7813. That's 844-334-7813, and you can connect with someone at Debt.com, or you can go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash 238, and we'll be able to connect you there with Debt.com. Howard, thanks again for coming on and sharing this with us. We understand that uh, there's a lot of different paths out there to living a debt-free life, especially depending on where your debt stands. So we appreciate you coming on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. We really enjoy partnering with you guys. And and frankly, we're here to help everybody to find their path out of debt. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. And now a quick word from our sponsor, Capital One's Checking and Savings Accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. Thank you, Howard, for another great interview on Queer Money. Thank you, our listeners, for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. As you heard, debt settlement may be a way to make your debt go away, but there's a lot to know about how debt settlements work, how they would affect your particular situation, and even if they're the best solution for you at all. That's why we suggest either calling 844-334-7813 or going to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 238 to connect with debt.com to get all your questions answered before making any decisions. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.